an epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSIN, the sports betting network. March Madness is not exclusive to hoops. The Lamar Jackson sweepstakes is on, or is it? And did you see how many dollars Danny Dimes is getting paid? That and a whole lot more as we welcome you into the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. I'm Stormy Bonantoni alongside JVT in once again for Michael Lombardi, VEASAN host, all sport betting analyst, NBA expert, which we will get into plenty of hoops throughout the course of the day. We've also got some college basketball on right now that we'll keep you updated on scores and some live lines there. But JVT... Everybody knows by now the Baltimore Ravens have oh, yeah. placed that non-exclusive tag on Lamar Jackson. Uh, yeah, and apparently all these teams are rushing to say that they're not in. Weird. Um, weird or the C word? Collusion. <laughs> um, look, so this is this is really an interesting thing, and it's not really from a betting standpoint, right? Because this is now, now all about you know how you handle it from a negotiation standpoint. I'd be fascinated to hear what Michael Lombardi has to say, because I think at this point right now, this is the step you take if you're Lamar Jackson, where now you get an agent, right? Now you go, okay, let's get a guy or a gal who can come in here, find me these deals that I want so we can present them to the Baltimore Ravens, and we can either get the deal that I want for Baltimore, who has the right to match, or I can get shipped off to a team that wants to pay me and wants me to be their quarterback. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you see all of these teams, and reportedly we do have some conflicting reports, right? Field Yates yesterday reports like the Raiders were out. But then, of course, you hear from Diana Rossini that the Raiders are not out. What has heard? I've heard that the Raiders are out. So who knows what's going to happen? I would say that when you're looking at this overall, it is really odd that the the like all of these quarterback needy teams stepped up right away to go. Ah, we're not interested. Well, and it's almost instantaneous too, yes. right? Because it's one o'clock Pacific, four Eastern, and at four o five, you hear a report that the Falcons are going to be out. At four o six, the Dolphins, who we just heard a report from mm-hmm. um, Josina Anderson days prior that. The Miami Dolphins are open to all quarterback options, but no, they are out. Like, And the list goes on and on because you, you mentioned the Raiders, but the Commanders in that conversation, the Panthers in that conversation. And what's so in, what makes this even more interesting is that half of these teams were all in on trying to go ahead and get Deshaun and Watson. And so, like, it's just, it's a very, very unique, unique position, I feel like. And it's very 
obvious what's going on here. Obviously, it's like you can't prove it. Right. But it's one of those things where the the Ravens are trying to show, hey, what's the market for you? Mm-hmm. Like, let, we want other teams to set the market for you because we couldn't come to a deal over the last two years. And, and when we talk about, like, these owners working together, where well, they're working together, it's not personally against Lamar Jackson. It's they don't want to set the princi- right. precedent of these guaranteed deals that have been handed down. So I'm really fascinated to see how this is resolved. I would say that there is a market for Lamar Jackson. And I would also say, too, Stormy, like there's certain teams, right? So let's take Carolina, for example. Carolina is a needy team who was in the, the sweepstakes for Deshaun Watson. The difference is, is that Carolina now has a draft pick that they can work with to move up to potentially go and get one of these young mm-hmm. quarterbacks. They are very much rumored to go and get like a C.J. Shroud somewhere in the top five, if that's going to be the case. They have been very much rumored to kind of move up and try to get one of those picks. And if that's going to be the case, you know, it, it makes a lot of sense. So, like, I was listening to Pro Football yeah. Focus podcast yesterday uh, with Sam Monson, and he had, they had, they were talking about the situation where you see Houston trade up to one to get uh, to get Bryce Young. Chicago at number two then has the option to trade back again, right? Like, you don't have to stop there. And what if that's Carolina who wants to move up then to two with the Chicago Bears to go and get whoever's going to be available there, be it uh, C.J. Shroud in this scenario, Anthony Richardson, whatever it is. So I, I, I think you can kind of understand why Carolina would be out, but I think overall – like when you're looking at some of these teams that desperately need a quarterback, the Jets too. I know they're meeting yeah. with Aaron Rodgers, but if that doesn't work out, there should be teams that are looking to sign. And there, this guy. yeah, and there are like so many quarterback needy teams right now. And you make it seem or like Lamar mm-hmm. Jackson's so old and he's out or something for whatever reason. He's 26 years old. He's still, isn't he like technically younger than Joe Burrow? Isn't that the thing that keeps going around? Is he like yeah, a couple so, right? weeks yeah. younger than him? Um, but he's already won an MVP. He has no off the field issues. Um, and like there's massive respect for him in that locker room and around the league. So it's just, it's so strange to hear this. And I keep on, I'm sorry that I keep going back to the Deshaun Watson comp, but obviously his contract is the reason that Lamar Jackson wants the guaranteed money that Mm -hmm. he wants in this spot. And like Watson is a guy who hadn't played football for over a year who required (laughs) yeah, who unprecedented situation that he was in here um, with off the field issues, wanted this monster contract had required multiple high draft picks in order to get him and team and, and the Browns were desperate enough to do it. So I guess that's the thing is, is there somebody out there that you think is is going to be desperate enough to break the chain, so to speak, and go in and present that offer sheet to Lamar Jackson. I mean, I would think so. I mean, look, I even thought it was weird. Like, so Atlanta is one of the teams that was allegedly out. Why? Right? Exactly. And, like you, because you're so enthralled with you know Desmond Ritter and what <laughs> he showed, and especially when you're talking about a a team that's got a perfect fit in an offense that would like work really nicely. Yeah. Lamar Jackson would fit great with what the Atlanta Falcons currently have in the offense that they ran, especially the offense that they showed that they ran last year. So, I mean, I, I would say Atlanta, I would not really, again, and this is all depends on who these sources are. So, for example, going back to, again, the Field Yates, Field Yates report, you could say that, oh, it's already been reported that Atlanta is out. Well, like I said, Field Yates' own associate, ESPN Dana Rossini, came out like 45 minutes yeah. after his own report and said, nah, like the Raiders are still interested potentially. So, there's going to be conflicting reports out there all the time. The fact that Washington who doesn't really have an answer at quarterback at this point right now would reportedly be out. Like that doesn't really make a ton of sense. Um, And here's the other thing, because I brought up the collusion word. If you're colluding, like a hundred percent colluding, you would not after this move. So obviously go, we're out. Like that's yeah. not how they, well, that's right? why, like, but that's why you'd it's collude so smarter. Weird. I just don't understand why teams, especially teams that need quarterbacks yep. are so public about it. Because also what does that send in terms of like a message to your locker room mm-hmm. that 
we have the opportunity to get an MVP quarterback right now that can make us better and take that next step. I mean, the Jets are out here wheeling and dealing to get Aaron Rodgers flying cross country to have these conversations and in-person meetings with him. And you're not even going to just put your your hand in the ring here for mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson. You're not even going to say, hey, what's going on, Baltimore? Let's have this conversation. Uh, right. And I, so I'm interested in, so let's go dark horse. So for example, we get these reports about Matthew Stafford and his health and potentially a guy who may be done in terms of his career. Now, he has not said that at all, but there are these growing this growing sentiment that Matt Stafford essentially is just not healthy. Los Angeles Rams, wouldn't mm-hmm. it be interesting? I mean, now the Rams, in terms of their draft assets and whatnot, I have to look. I don't know if they have the first-round picks to go and ship off, considering that they would need to ship off two first-round picks in this instance. But there are a lot of teams that you can think well, you can look at. Not even just the the rest of these NFC South teams. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, right? The mm-hmm. uh, Carolina Panthers, although, again, we talked about their draft scenario. If you look in the NFC North, I guess it's all sewn up in terms of they all have their quarterbacks, but I, I think there there should be a lot more teams that are looking to go and get Lamar Jackson. I mean, have you, like, I, I know obviously the Colts are a prime candidate to trade up for the number one overall pick, but, like, would they be interested in even putting their name out there? I mean, they might, because, like, that's a team that, it, look, if you, you could ship off your two like, first round picks. they've had problems with a lot of old veteran right. quarterbacks, not young ones. I think I would say that I guess the rebuttal would be that, yes, you're giving up two first-round picks, but these are now – like, this first-round pick does have a lot more value now, right, because you're the fourth overall selection. And do you have a team that could potentially win now? Sure, but you accelerate your window if you go and get a Lamar Jackson – as opposed to drafting a young quarterback like whoever you're going to get, either trading up to number one or drafting mm-hmm. a number four. Okay. Well, this will be interesting to see what happens here with Lamar Jackson. Um, teams can send him an offer sheet. The Ravens will have five days to match if they decline. Um, the other team will have to send them those two first-round picks. And, you know, you have to imagine this is just the Ravens saying, we can't figure out what you're worth. Um, we don't think it's fiscally responsible or worth mortgaging our future to pay you these guaranteed money. Um We'll see if somebody else can present you the deal that you want. And, and if they do, and if we really are 200% that we want you, then we'll make it happen and we'll counter and we'll keep you as a Raven. But it seems harder and harder to believe that that's going to be the case, especially after you insult him mm-hmm. in this way. And he does not have representation like you mentioned. Um, very interesting also how things played out with the New York Giants. And Daniel Jones <laughs> is now raking it in four years, $160 million. So he gets the long-term deal done just at the wire with the giants. Saquon then is also going to be retained on that franchise tag of around $10 million. So for Jones, this is 40 million a year, basically Dak Prescott's contract. He has the seventh highest average annual value of all quarterbacks right now Mm. with this contract. Yeah. But again, it's more, if you really read into the tea leaves, like it's, I think it's more like a two year deal, right? So I, all it, of these are structured in like, right. Weird so like, ways. so for like, for example, like Derek Carr really has only like a two year deal. Uh, Geno Smith really only has about a two year deal. Maybe a, I think I, yeah, it's two um, in essentially like two year 60. I think it is for Geno Smith. You have to look at it in terms of guaranteed money for these guys. So while on the surface, it sounds like, you know, agents want to put out there. Yeah, it's four years, $160 million for this guy. Uh, but in reality, 82 fully guaranteed, which is going to cover the which first two years of the deal. a lot. <laughs> I mean, it is, but that's the going rate for a quarterback. And if that's what you're going to ship yeah. off, if you have the space to do it, see if he's going to be this guy. And then if he's not, well, guess what? You can get out of it and relatively quickly. I mean, it doesn't sound like it, but two years is actually pretty quick in the lifespan of a quarterback. And if it doesn't work out, then you're going to get out of here. And the more important part story is for you as a team, at least, 
you get him under contract on a deal that works for you, and then you go ahead and you get to slap on the tag for Barkley, and you get to keep the two main cogs of your offense. And I think that's the more important aspect. Saquon Barkley did tweet like his congratulations to Daniel Jones, but I know if I'm him, I'm a little pissed that I'm stuck with this $10 million thing and don't get to test the waters of free agency now, and mm-hmm. he's raking in the dough about $3 million per touchdown pass he threw this past year, just yeah. throwing that out there. Um, and, like, listen, yes, I know that in previous years with Daniel Jones, there's been a lot that was – working against him and this year a lot of things came together and it was this magical year but like it's hard for me to just un- and the Giants put themselves in this position by not picking up his fifth year option I understand that but it's just hard for me to like wrap my head around paying this much money for a guy who like you're basing this on potential and by excuses on what has happened for him in the past like you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. it's just I'm not a and I'm not an anti-Daniel Jones person I think that things like they finally like played to his strengths this year. And I just don't like paying somebody that much money on, on something that's unproven. Yeah. I, I understand that thinking. I think though, when you actually look at the structure of this one or, or like Geno Smith's a good example too, right? So I actually, just to make confirm it's 40 million guaranteed. So you can look at it and say, Oh, three years, 75 million. But in reality, it's two years, six or 80 million or excuse me, 20 million each year. So like, that's something really different. These agents just want these big numbers out there. I think it was the ultimately like the most right move you can make for the Giants. Saquon Barkley probably doesn't feel that way. We're going to step aside real quickly when we come back. We do have movement on the Aaron Rodgers front. Things are finally getting real with New York. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or shoot that, shoot that. And even checkouts not until four. So because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSEN, the sports betting network. 
Time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older or physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call one 800 522-4700. Two games in college basketball in action right now. Davidson came into this one with St. Bonaventure, a three-point favorite, total 137. Currently 26-21. Um, live line, Davidson, a five-and-a-half point favorite. Uh, and then Wake Forest trailing Syracuse, 8-10 right now. Early, um, just tipped off a couple minutes ago. But Wake, a three-point favorite coming into the game, total 153-and-a-half. So we will keep you updated as things yes. go along here. Can't wait to get to go to the uh, Thomas & Mack later today. Watch Ooh, a little Mountain yeah. West Conference hoops. So, uh, Which game are you most excited about today? Uh, I mean, this is the first day, so it's not the sexiest of contests. UNLV Air Force. Uh, no, definitely not. That's going to be a <laughs> terrible game. Uh, I guess you'd go with... Fresno State, Colorado State, because that is the tightest spread of the three. But I will say, in terms of teams that I'm most excited to watch, that I do think have a high ceiling in this conference, New Mexico playing Wyoming later today, and they're an eight-and-a-half-point favorite. They're a biggest uh, favorite in the Mountain West today. When you've got a really good backcourt the way that they do, th that is a team that could make a run, I think, in this format of a tournament. Now, the tough part, and we we've talked about this with some of these teams, we saw it with Chattanooga and Furman the other day, if New Mexico were to go on a run, they would be one of those teams that would have to win four games in four days to be able to do it. But I, I think if there was a team that was capable of pulling that off or at least getting to the final, it would be a team like New Mexico, who's an eight-and-a-half-point favorite today over Wyoming. Okay, so yeah, that's one way. I know Matt Eumanns likes Nevada. I, of course, as a San Diego State alum, am fully invested in the Aztecs getting it done, but never an easy path in a conference like this. Where Especially when you got to go through a powerhouse like San Jose State. <laughs> You, you love you some Spartans, don't you? Spartans are great. We'll get more into um, college basketball in a little bit, but um, continuing our NFL headlines and conversation, we have movement on Aaron Rodgers, or rather that the Jets have moved to yeah. flying across the country yesterday to have that in-person visit with him. The Packers giving that permission for the two to meet. So it's no longer one of those kind of pie in the sky, will they, won't they types of a thing. They are actually in process trying to make that happen. Um, and obviously Rodgers has a really complicated contract that comes with that, but they seem to be a team that knows that their backup plan and Derek Carr is no longer available and wants their guy. Yeah, and it makes sense that this is kind of like the team that Aaron Rodgers would want to go to, that the Jets would be courting Aaron Rodgers. If you're the Jets and you feel like you have a ceiling that is relatively high if you maximize the most important position, then you would go after what is seemingly the best guy that is going to be available at a little bit of a cheaper price than Lamar Jackson. You would assume that it's not going to take two first-round picks to get Aaron Rodgers out of Green Bay, especially because it seems like Green Bay wants him out too. So you would think that that package is going to be somewhat manageable. I, I mean, it makes sense too from an Aaron Rodgers standpoint, right? He's played in cold weather, so it's not really going to be a problem. I do wonder the fit from like a media standpoint, right? He's kind of like a surly, weird dude and how that plays in New York, but you're only going to be there for a short amount of time. So you don't have to really, really worry about that. And I think from the Jets' standpoint, it's worth the risk because it is a risk for me. You know, it's funny how we talk about all these these guys, right? So we have Derek Carr. We have, we'll include Russell Wilson last year and Aaron Rodgers now this year. The three things that those guys have in common is they're arguably coming off of their worst seasons as pros. So Russell Wilson was coming off of his worst season before his worst season mm -hmm. with Denver. Derek Carr is coming off of his worst season as a pro. And Aaron Rodgers coming off of a really bad season and arguably his worst season as a professional are you buying these guys at an expensive price at the lowest point and they're not going to get any better? 
Or is Aaron Rodgers, who suffered from a thumb injury on his throwing hand, just had to deal with something during the offseason, and he's going to be more like the two-time MVP that he was just two seasons ago? Right. Obviously, one four MVPs, and like you said, right. the, the, back to, the back-to-back MVPs mm-hmm. were right, like, just a year between the yep. two. So um, my question is, and I talked about this a little bit with Mike Pritchard yesterday when he was on the desk, was that, like, okay, let's say you invest fully in Aaron Rodgers and you do whatever it takes to get him. And, yes, everybody's, like, excited about it. Look at Brees Hall just tweeting yesterday, don't mind me just manifesting Aaron Rodgers, Sauce Gardner. I promise if you become a Jet, I won't pick you off in practice and I'll burn the cheese head. Um, so the guys want that want mm-hmm. that to happen, and, and why wouldn't you with the upside that a guy like Aaron Rodgers has? But if he's coming into your building and he's just going to be the same old Aaron Rodgers where he doesn't come in the offseason and get to know your young weapons and work with them and try to build up chemistry and those types of things, like he's a very mercurial human being. That's a good one. Yeah, thank you, vocab word. Mm. Um, but there's he's one of those types of people that you don't know what you can really expect from him. And what he's proven in the past is that he's not really going to be that guy. Yeah, I, I think it's kind of different though, right? Like in Green Bay, you're in a scenario where like that's your team. You've been there for forever. It's a, the continuity with the head coach and somewhat with the players. Like you have to push yourself in the offseason where everything is generally the same and has been for a really long time. I would hope that when you're Going coming to a new situation, right, yeah, new coaching staff, new players, new offense, pretty much do everything. Well, somewhat new offense. And we know that they brought in Nathaniel Hackett and there's going to be, you would think a little bit more of a seamless transition there that you would be a little bit more bought in from day one. So I'm going to assume that if he goes okay. there, that he's going to want to, uh, to be a team player from the beginning. Is it worthwhile for the jets um, having the unknown of how many years he's actually going to be there? Or do you think that he's going to have to cement that, no, I'm not just going to come play a year and then go through this saga again and want to retire? No, I'm assuming it's going to be like a multi-year thing, right? Right. Because well, I, that's, what yeah. I, that's what I'm asking. Like, what are what are they going to be comfortable with? And also the understanding that Aaron Rodgers is kind of that unique human being that's going to do what he's going to do at the end of the day. I'm going to double check, see, let's see. Yeah, I mean, so he signed, his, his current contract is through 2026. So you would assume that, you know, obviously you're trading for him. So that that is a deal that it really, to your point, you're just you need his word of mouth. Like you're yeah. going to commit to at least three years of this contract that you're going to be on that we're trading for. But like you said, who knows? Like, is it going to be every year with like if they go nine and eight, right, and they lose in the final week of the regular season and not make it? Are we going to do this whole thing again? Yeah. Where he's like, I, you know, I, I got to go on a light retreat where everything's actually really bright, and I got to decide whether <laughs> or not I'm going to be out there. Like I, maybe I don't know, but I, I would I assume down like to your point. In these meetings, I think that's probably what you're figuring out with Aaron Rodgers. That's probably why it took 11 hours for them to have the conversation that they did yesterday. Oh, is that the report? Yeah, yeah that's, 11 what, hours? that's what I, uh, what what you I doing saw. doing for 11 hours? I, I mean, I guess you're eating and doing rich people stuff, but, like, come on. I did uh, see yesterday on the odds board as well, the Jets went from 25 to 1 to 18 to 1 at mm. that MGM with that movement, with that information, excuse me, that movement accompanied it. Also, we saw um, there's a push in the building reportedly, according to CBS Sports' Jonathan Jones, that the Texans – would like to sign Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, is that kind of that situation where you have a gap quarterback and you still go get your guy in the draft and Jimmy's just the short-term solution? Or you still have to pay Jimmy a good amount of money here? I don't, think, I don't know if you have to pay him that much, though. Like 30? Well, the reports I've seen are between like 32 and 35. Interesting. For the life of the contract or like per year? Per year. Okay. I mean, that's a lot for what would you would assume would be a backup exactly. quarterback. So, but and I will, But I will say this. Backup quarterback is arguably the second most position in the National Football League. So would you shell out as a team that has some cap space 
you know, $30 million for a good backup that's going to sit behind a rookie and help him learn the game, whether it's going to be Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud, that might be worth the price tag for you, especially if you want to maintain some positive momentum throughout the season if you do indeed have a quarterback issue. So I wouldn't say this means that he's officially going to start. Backup quarterbacks now at a premium. How many times have we seen that? I mean, the team he's leaving, if that's going to be the case. (laughs) We saw them, right? We saw them go down to their fourth-string quarterback at one point in the NFC Championship game and then have to go back to the kid who tore an elbow or a ligament in his elbow. So I think maybe this is just the Houston Texans going, look, man, like we'll we'll pay a premium for a good backup and we'll play our rookie. You saw them. My eyes were too welled up with tears at that point. That I, I had tears of joy because I, I kept much. going in-game and betting, ah. betting against them, <laughs> especially when they saw – when you saw Christian McCaffrey reach for the green dot helmet, I was like, Gosh. oh, come on, let's go. No, like, because everybody's wondering, okay, like, you're down to your fourth string quarterback. He gets hurt. What's the next option? And it's McCaffrey and Kyle Juszczyk. Like, those right, are the go. guys that you would go to. Let's run some wildcat. I was surprised they didn't. I'm not going to criticize Shanahan, but yeah, surprised they didn't. I kind of wish that they would have, because then you'd at least get the ball downfield more than four right. five yards. Purdy can only throw it to the center, but they're like, now nah, we're going to continue to do this. It's good. He, by the way, is at least expected Brock Purdy. That is to have that surgery this Friday. So uh, they had to postpone it numerous times dealing with inflammation and everything, but feel like it's the best course of action for them to have the clearest picture when they get in there for surgery. But a lot of question marks um, on how things are going to look mm. in that quarterback room in San Francisco. I will say, I, I do wonder if, so I don't think this changes. So let's say Jimmy Garoppolo goes to Houston. Maybe it doesn't change that they're going to take a quarterback, but it might change which quarterback they take. So, for example, if you're Houston and you think, let's say that everybody's right and that, like, man, Anthony Richardson looked great. Well, if you sign Jimmy Garoppolo, are you now willing to sign to draft the project at second overall because you have Jimmy Garoppolo? So it might not change the position they draft, but it might change who they draft at the number two spot. That is very interesting. Also, good to note that the favorite in the market to actually make the number one overall selection as of right now is the Houston Texans mm-hmm. at minus 140 odds on favorite there. We're going to step aside real quickly. Still to come on the show, John McLean, longtime Houston area sports beat writer, now gallerysports.com. We'll get his perspective on that storyline, certainly. Also, Harry Gagnon, host of the Against All Odds podcast, former Las Vegas sportsbook supervisor. But when we come back, Selection Sunday, just six days away, four teams have already clinched a bid as Clinched their bid yesterday. There are three more that can clinch today and some games in progress right now. We'll take a look at the landscape of college hoops on the other side. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni on VSEN, the sports betting network. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. Get everything you need to bet the madness this year for just 19 bucks. whether you're filling out a bracket or betting against the spread. Our team is here to help get you ready for every game in every round of the tournament. Now, only VEASAN Pro subscribers get unlimited access to the daily best bets tools like betting splits plus the big dance bracket and betting guides. These guides have in-depth breakdowns of all 68 teams, Cinderella selections, picks on every tournament game from our experts, including Brent Musburger and Greg Hoops-Peterson. Sign up today. Get the betting guides plus full access to VEASAN through the end of the tourney. Again, just 19 bucks. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. And uh, with Selection Sunday just six days away, every day, 
teams are clinching and punching their tickets to the big dance. A few notable results in college hoops last night as four teams cemented their spot. College of Charleston came back from a halftime deficit to beat UNCW. They're back in the dance for the first time since 2018. Northern Kentucky hung on for a dub in a back-and-forth game against Cleveland State, a game that featured 14 lead changes. So Josh Applebaum ended up on the right side of that one. Oral Roberts absolutely routed North Dakota State last night, 92-58. They take the Summit League title, and Oral Roberts now um, has the longest win streak in NCAA basketball, so they're going to be certainly one of those popular bracket busters once all things are said and done, so take note there. The Gonzaga Bulldogs, though, the biggest results of the night. Smoked them. Smoked St. Mary's, JVT. A 26-point win is a two-and-a-half-point favorite in that one. And the market moved in favor of, yeah, St. Mary's. So, uh, look, Gonzaga's pretty good. I think that... Uh, they were probably a little overvalued by the betting market just a tad throughout the entire regular season. But now we know, look, it's a team that leads the league or country. I always say league, the country <laughs> in offensive rating. They are a fast paced team that can get up and down the floor. They are going to be a problem for a lot of squads. I don't think there's really any question about that. Really. It's just about, I wonder what this win does for their power rating as we head into the NCAA tournament. Like, this was already a team that was rated relatively highly by the betting market, mm -hmm. and now after a big win when the market moved against it, you're sure to see a, probably some pretty big numbers for the Zags team and maybe numbers that are a little too high. That doesn't mean they can't make a run in the tournament, but maybe I'd be looking to potentially, depending on the right opponent, play against Gonzaga as we get deeper into the NCAA tournament should they move on. Okay, in terms of them... For winning it all, we know this hasn't been like the same mm. Gonzaga team that we've seen in years past. But twenty to one, they're a pretty like decent number. I feel like to buy in on them to win it all. If you maybe you're fading them in terms of the numbers and them being mm. favored by too much in certain instances, but not for the whole thing. So the boring answer here is generally, and it's hard because you know, this isn't as sexy because you have a team like Gonzaga who's going to be favored in more of their matchups than not. However, at this point, you're not generally getting the bang for the buck that you should, and you probably more often than not should do like you know your money line rollover parlay for some of these teams. But I, I would not disagree with you, especially if they're going to start to become the team we expected them. So we haven't seen mm -hmm. them lose since that overtime game to the St. Mary squad that they just blew out. Their offense has been pristine and seemingly getting better with every single game. They have averaged at least 1.2 points per possession since that game against St. Mary's. And you could argue West Coast Conference defensively is not very good. The West Coast Conference still is a very quality conference. I yeah. know a lot of people don't watch it, but it's a quality conference that has some really good teams out there. And they're rolling through this. And the scary part about it, too, Stormy, is their defense is starting to show a little bit more consistency, right? You're looking at what they did yesterday against St. Mary's, holding them to an offensive rating of 81.8 against the, uh, the as you moved along here, uh, the matchup against St. Mary's again, when they beat them the second time around in the rematch, a defense rating of 109.7, San Diego 101.1, a Loyola Marymount an 82.9. So it's not like their defense has been getting soft. Like their defense seemingly has gotten better as well because we saw some of the blowups, especially early on, their defense was kind of the issue, right? Texas really burned them at the beginning of the year. Purdue burned them at the beginning of the year. It's a team that's kind of getting, uh, been getting better on that end of the floor. I need to see um, when more of the markets become available. Like, because right now on DraftKings, you have winner and conference tournament winners and to make the final four. But I want to see like Elite Eight and Final and, and Sweet 16 mm -hmm. when those numbers come out. Because Gonzaga has made at least the Sweet 16 in seven straight conference and seven straight NCAA tournaments. I think that even if it's not at a super high number would just be worth a bet, trusting that they would get to that point. Yeah, I would assume a Sweet 16 is probably a small price that you're laying. Um, yeah, right? but I feel pretty confident that they would get there again. Yeah. Actually, it might be a little bit higher than a small price, but still, yeah, your overall point, yeah. yeah. 
it, it, they're going to be seeded properly. They're going to be favored in the first two matchups, uh, you would assume, because I think what seeding-wise, I'll double-check what line they're on at this point right now, uh, but they are, I think, a top-four seed. I want to double-check. Yeah, they're a three-seed according to Lenardi. So uh, you're talking about projected right now, Furman, and then, ooh, he's got him in Albany with San Diego State. No! Look at this, a... Uh, It'll be a second round matchup against the Aztecs, which they would be uh, favored. In. I don't think that's I don't think that's where they're gonna end up. Don't worry about it. Okay. Um, All right. <laughs> that would be really bad for me, but mentally and emotionally. Now, okay, like I said, they're soon they're gonna be Pittsburgh, who they're uh, slated to play in the opening round. There are still three tickets to be punched today. The Southland tournament, Texas AM Corpus Christi, three point favorite against Northwestern State in the big sky. I do have action in this game. Um okay. NAU and Montana State. I want to see what the number is right now. I bet it here at Circa NAU plus seven and a half, but I saw six and a half a lot earlier today. Um, let me see where we have it here. Um, I'll get it up in a second. But what NAU- drove you to this number? What drove you to this side? Okay. Well, last night, Montana State playing against Weber State went to double overtime in mm-hmm. the semifinal that didn't end until around midnight local time. Um, NAU, I know, was not a good team this year in the regular season, but they are a team that has shocked a lot of people in the tournament already to this point. Um, they sh- beat the number one seed, Eastern Washington, in the quarterfinals on a buzzer-beating three. Where they got past Montana, no problem, in the last round. I feel like they're hot and they're a game away from punching a ticket to the NCAA tournament, and they're going to keep it close against a team that's tired and take this one down to the wire. I really, really, I just like that angle, I feel like, with Northern Arizona tonight. Cool. We'll see how it goes. I don't know. Flying in the face of the four-game and four-days trend. <laughs> the, uh, the Lumberjacks yes. playing their fourth game in four days. Now, a game where I don't, feel as confident that that's going to happen is in the Patriot League championship tonight as well. Colgate, a 14-point favorite against Lafayette. And this is the same thing. NAU or Lafayette, if either one of them wins their respective game today, they would be the, the, they would have the most ever losses for a regular season team to enter the tournament. 22 losses would be the most Mm -hmm. to punch their ticket. So if either one of them gets the upset, that's what's going to happen. But Colgate, 17-1 and in league play taking on a team that was 11 and 22 on the year. They just survived a double overtime thriller against American on Sunday. American blew a five point lead. So Lafayette makes their way through Colgate swept Lafayette um, in the regular season. The number might be a little bit high though. Um, So yeah, from 14 out of 13 and a half. So maybe if that continues to go down, you want to take the favorite, but I, eh, I don't know how I feel about that one. You 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 sound like you're you're brimming with confidence. Well, it's like all of the reasons why I like NAU. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, just you could have the same argument for Lafayette. And I'm like, no, <laughs> not really. I don't trust them as much at all. Um, well, I mean, look, I think to, to your overall point when you're looking at some of these games in conference tournaments, especially as we get deeper into these, you're. I, it seems that looking situationally at a lot of the times does kind of help you a little bit more than looking at some actual matchups for the most part because you have these teams that are coming off of very big wins, as you mentioned, uh, in overtime or coming off of some short rest, because again, you're in these situations where four games and four nights, three games and three nights, whatever it is. So I think, uh, I mean, I would, I think you're looking at them in the proper way. And from a matchup standpoint, I'm not going to pretend to break down Colgate hoops and tell you a whole ton about them. Uh, I will say that if you're looking at it from a basketball standpoint between them and Lafayette, it will be interesting to see if Lafayette's offense, which was 10th in uh, conference play, 
was if they can do anything against this Colgate defense. But overall, Lafayette defensively has been really good, and I think she should be able to defend relatively well. Anything that, aside from the Mountain West games that you're going to be going to tonight, that you had interest in in some of the bigger conference tournaments? Yeah, I mean, well, so you and I were talking about this uh, off of the air. You and I both share a futures ticket, uh, but I did go out and bet uh, the um, the Washington State Cougars. That's a mascot, right? I always forget. Um, yes, well done. To win, to win the Pac-12. like I, this, It's really interesting because Washington State comes into this arguably like the hottest team in the conference. I know a lot of people really like Oregon. I think a lot of that has to do with more Oregon's pedigree and Dana Altman being a really good coach. And what they've done in the tournament. Uh, yeah, in the past as opposed to like what we're really looking at. But you know, quietly, Washington State comes into this. They've won six straight. By the way, one of those wins over Oregon, the team that everybody seems to be picking to win this thing. And I also would say, Stormy, that they have, I think – a little bit more of a favorable path in terms of their bracket because should they win against Cal, they do get Oregon in the next round. You mentioned a team that they did beat on their way here. And yes, it was only a three-point win and they got it at home. But I like the makeup of this Washington State squad overall. When you're talking about a top 60 offense, you know, in conference play, they really kind of mellowed out, but they're a good shooting team. Uh, they are good, of course. You know, they move the ball really well as well in terms of their assist rate. Like, I think that this is a team that is going to be really – um, formidable in this setting. And Muhammad Gay, who is actually an NBA prospect, is on this squad. I wouldn't sleep on him at about 20 to 1. Uh, Washington State begins their conference tournament journey in the Pac 12 today, a 13 and a half point favorite over 3 and 28 Cal to get things going at T Mobile Arena later on this afternoon at 2 30 p.m. Pacific here in Vegas. But lots of conference tournaments underway. Um, the ACC, we've got that Syracuse weight game. On right now, Wake Forest, a three-point favorite coming in, down four at this commercial break. We're going to step aside and take a commercial of our own, but lots more to come when we come back here on the Lombardi Line. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun 
fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni on VSEN, the sports betting network. Attention, BetMGM customers. Have a friend who loves sports as much as you do? Well, here's a chance for both of you to earn a $50 bonus when you sign up through BetMGM's Refer a Friend program. Just sign in to your BetMGM account, click on the Refer a Friend program, send your friend a message inviting them to register for a new account in the same state that you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit, you'll both get a $50 bonus. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in 30 days. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi and Nevada. Alongside JVT, who is holding down the fort on the desk as Michael Lombardi gets some vacation time in. Stormy Tony with you live from Las Vegas. And we'll continue talking all things NFL as we welcome in John McClain, longtime Houston area sports beat writer, now retired from the Houston Chronicle but doing fantastic work with gallerysports.com and sports radio 610 welcome in john how are you i'm doing great thank you very much for having me awesome thank you for joining us and so you got the the astros favored to repeat as world champs the houston cougars favored in the ncaa tournament even in the xfl the houston roughnecks favored to win the league we just need the texans to catch up here now so what's the first step for them and how much are they kicking themselves still that they won that final game of the regular season against the colts well, the players, of course, wanted to win. The former coaches wanted to win. I always tell people, if you ask me the worst loss in Oilers history, I can tell you. If you ask me the worst loss in Texans history, I can tell you. And if you ask me what was the worst victory, I can certainly tell you that was it. And Lovey Smith, they ought to build a statue of him outside uh, the new stadium in Ch- outside Chicago. Because not only did Lovey up and go to Super Bowl's head coach, he up and get the first pick. And general manager Ryan Pauls is hoping to turn that into multiple picks. We'll see. He's trying to get the uh, two AFC South teams, Houston and Indianapolis, both of them need quarterbacks. He's trying to get them in a bidding war. And I don't think he's going to be able to do it, but uh, I do think he'll trade that pick. You say you don't think he's going to be able to do it. Why is that? Because we're starting to see some more momentum behind the Texans potentially moving up to number one to get who they want. Do you just think the Texans would be fine in staying at number two? One thing I've learned in covering the NFL for 47 years, don't believe anything you hear or read at this time of year. And uh, like I was at the Combine last week, I was at Astros spring training the week before that. And it's the, con- the contrasting uh, nature of those teams, Astros, Defending World Series champions, Texans' worst team in the league, trying to get a franchise quarterback. You know, I think they'll end up with Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud and maybe let the Colts trade up. One of the things that people have to pay attention to, if Ryan Poles, the Bears, gets too cute, uh, you know, their goal is to get Will Anderson Jr. or Jalen Carter. Now, Carter's legal troubles, which could be serious, if you're worried about taking him that high, and then there's only one 
player for the Bears to take, and that'd be Will Anderson Jr. And you're not going to get him at four because the Cardinals, everybody thinks, will take him at three because he might be, along with Carter, the two best prospects in the draft. So you can't get too cute at this time of year. But for talk shows, of which I do 11 a week, and columns, which I write five a week, it's a great time of the year. Free agency starting. Major League Baseball starts around the corner, NCAA tournament, mm-hmm. and uh, and then, of course, football with the draft and free age. It's just a great time of the year to be a sports fan or if you work in sports. Yeah, not to mention what we just saw over the last 24 hours with the franchise tag as well coming through. Um, uh, when it comes, You mentioned C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young being that quarterback that the Houston Texans t- take, and I, I think that makes a ton of sense because in the quarterback market, there's a lot of drop-off for those prospects after the two of them. Who do you view as the better option between Young and Stroud? The fans' fan favorite is Bryce Young. Fans have wanted him all season, and the reason is they watched him beat the University of Texas in Austin. Of course, he won the Heisman. He got a lot of attention here more than he would have because he was coached by former Texans coach Bill O'Brien. And this past season, he didn't have all the weapons at wide receiver that uh, C.J. Stroud has had. Stroud had great weapons uh, both years. And this time next year, Marvin Harrison Jr. may be the top-rated player in that class. And Stroud looked great at the combine, but you should look great at the combine. My God, you're throwing in shorts and T-shirts. And in the pro days, you should look even better because it's like a Broadway play. You've been rehearsing it for weeks. So there's no excuse not to look great. But both those guys... They have different strengths, and and I don't know that Bryce Young being five ten and an eighth and two oh four is going to be an issue anymore. Uh, but Stroud six three two fifteen, and he doesn't have the size that Anthony Richardson has or Will Levis have as far as the weight. But uh, he's still a very very polished prospect. John, we're getting reports, too, and you mentioned it, right? We don't want to believe that much, but Jimmy Garoppolo is also being tied to the Houston Texans. Uh, if that's if there is some hint to truth to that and to the price, what would be the thinking behind signing Jimmy Garoppolo if they're going to take a quarterback with their first pick? That you absolutely have no clue what you're doing. <laughs> and why why would you want Jimmy Garoppolo now? Yep. Nick Casario was with the Patriots when they drafted him, traded him to the 49ers. Amigo Ryans was there when they acquired him. Bobby Sploick. Texans' new coordinator came from there. And Gerard Johnson, Texans' new quarterback, was there in 17 when they acquired him. So you got all these coaches here, and people are trying to make two and two equal four, but those coaches know how injury-prone he is. Why would Garoppolo want to come to Houston? Wouldn't he want to try to go to the playoffs? If he goes to an NFC South team, then he's right there with Derek Carr and the Saints as the favorite to win the division. And if you're Jimmy Garoppolo, why come here and be a placeholder for one year for a quarterback who's going to play. And it may not even be a year because his team, if they win five or six games here, people will be excited because they've won four, four, and three. So I'm not buying Garoppolo. They do need another quarterback. As they need to use the second pick, or they need to draft their franchise quarterback. They still have Davis Mills, who looked good the last five games of his rookie year and then was ruined last year, which was one of the worst offensive coaching staffs I have ever seen. And um, so uh, to waste money on Garoppolo, if, as I, I tweeted yesterday, talked about this on my shows here, if you want to 
douse the fire that is burning bright for D'Amico Ryans. Two things. We're going to go with Davis Mills again, or we're going to sign Jimmy Garoppolo. John McClain here, gallerysports.com. And because you mentioned that quarterback needy NFC South, and we had the news coming yesterday with the franchise tag deadline that Lamar Jackson was getting that non-exclusive tag. How surprised were you to see all of these teams, particularly a couple of them in that NFC South that need their guy say, hey, hey, you know, automatically right off the bat, we're not interested. Well, those were reports. And I was, I said, I don't believe anything this time of year. Lamar Jackson <laughs> yeah. said, guys, I'll take a hundred million. Do you think those teams would be interested? Of course they would. Nobody wants to give him a fully guaranteed contract like Deshaun Watson. And considering he's missed 10 games the last two years, and he's won one playoff game. Yes, he's a, he's a great quarterback of four year. He was an MVP four years ago. But I don't see somebody giving him $250 million guaranteed. If I'm the Jets, and I'm going to give up two first-rounders for Aaron Rodgers, who's 39 years old and is 6-7 and seven in the playoffs since he went to the Super Bowl and won it in 2010, do I want him or do I sacrifice those picks to get Lamar Jackson who just turned 26? And yes, I'd have to give him a fully guaranteed contract. But at some point, there's going to be a second one. Could be Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert. Maybe it's Jalen Hurts. So if if I think Lamar Jackson would be a great move for somebody like the Jets, just go ahead and give it because three or four years from now, people are going to say, man, you got a good deal on Lamar Jackson. Look at where these quarterbacks are now. Yeah, no question. John, uh, we got about 45 seconds left here with you, but the, the Houston Cougars favored to win it all in the NCAA tournament. Are they as legit as they have appeared in conference play? They're really good. They're healthy. Kelvin Sampson's a great coach. They're experienced. They're very disciplined. My boss, Mattress Mac at gallerysports.com, bet on them before the season to win the championship as he bet on Kansas last year and won $15 million, which paled besides the $75 million he won on the Astros. So if Mattress Mac bets on them, there's a good chance they're going to do it. And they may get upset, but right now they are the best team in the country. Absolutely. Six to one to win it all where things sit right now. John, thank you so much for the time. Appreciate your insight. My pleasure, guys. Thank you very much for having me. John McLean, McLean underscore on underscore NFL does great stuff for gallerysports.com. And of course, longtime Houston area sports beat writer now retired from the Houston Chronicle. We're going to take a quick break. But when JVT is on the desk, our NBA expert, you know, we got to dive into the slate. We got to recap what happened last night in hoops because there were some interesting results as well. So keep it locked right here on the Lombardi line. This is Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.